And we are back. I was going to say, Kelki, do you want to do it? But then it would have been live on it air. It was too do late. Wanna, <laughs> do you also want to do it? Do you want to give us like a three, two, one, and we are back? I don't. Okay. <laughs> and we are back. <laughs> no one does um, it like you, except for Jessica, <laughs> who does it perfectly. Yeah. And we're back. And oh. we are back. <laughs> and we're back. <sighs> Can can you two do an episode together at some point in these next couple of weeks? Listen, the I fans have a want lot it. more availability than she does. It's not my fault that she has a full-time job <laughs> and is yeah. sleepy. Yeah, and a full-time husband, and I'm a lot of work. Yeah, you're pretty needy. Yeah, that's fair. Um, hey, dudette. Hey, Kelki. Hey, dude, what's up? Um, well, let's see. Mm, not much. Just been m- making some stuff that I sell. That's what I've been doing today. So if anyone wants an acrylic calendar, send me a message because I'm cranking them out. Um, that's mostly what I've been doing and also hanging out with Scarlett. And uh, yeah, we went on a walk today. It was really hot. It's going to be like 100 degrees this week. So that sucks. That sounds like just the devil's butthole. You know? Yeah. The devil's sphincter. Mm, hate it. Hate it. Yeah, so I don't, I'm trying to think. I feel like something else has happened, but probably not. So, um, what's up with you? <laughs> uh, you know, it's, I hate looking for houses. Yeah. And not, not in like, it's not fun. Like, it's so much fun. Yeah. Right? It's just, we're we're kind of at this point where the amount of money that we want to spend on a house is significantly less than the amount that we were approved for a house. But in between those two ranges are the actual houses that we have been looking at. Right. Like, which is a solid financial decision, like a grown person. Right. So we're trying to find somewhere in between. And the problem is, obviously, I'm sure, because I know for a while there, you guys were really looking hard at houses, right? Yeah. So the crazy thing about the housing market right now is if you find a house in like that lower mid kind of range, like mid 200s to like high 300s kind of range, Mm -hmm. you're going to overpay. So if a house is maybe worth 350, you're probably going to have to put in an offer in of 390 to get the house. But then the problem is, is that you shoot yourself in the foot 20 years from now, five years from now, whenever you go to resell, right? So Jess and I were thinking, well, let's just go towards the higher part of our range. Let's bump it up a little bit so that those people who would have been maybe priced out were at least not having to bid against as many people. Right. right. So but the problem is we're not able to find a house that's close to us with the land that we want and not having to renovate it. Yeah. So and we don't mind doing the project. It's just like, OK, we just put this down payment. Now we have to renovate. Yeah. Where are we going to find that money? Right. And we we went to this house today on our lunch breaks and it was absolutely. Let me actually send this to you. while. Wait, while Jessica here. might have sent it to me. Was it the brick one? The big, beautiful red brick one? Yes. Yeah. Incredible, right? Yes. Because she sent it to me and was like, we're putting in the offer. And then she, you tell the story. <laughs> well, we ended up, we, we didn't put an offer in. Yeah. That's what she did. She updated yeah. me later. Yeah. I literally like finally got my phone to go show Michael. I was like, oh my God, you're going to like love this. And I was like showing him. And like, as soon as we like got through the pictures, Jessica texted me. was like, oh, we're actually not going to put in the offer. 
But the the reasoning wasn't. There was nothing wrong with the house. No, it's all very adult reasons. Yeah, you know, it's when you have over a thousand dollars a month in just taxes that you'll never get back. It's not yeah. going to principal, and it was like a forty-five minute drive to, uh, like it was like a forty-minute drive to my job, and then it was like a, it was actually like a twenty-five-minute jo- drive to her job. So it wasn't terrible for her, but for me, it was. But kind it was of like bummer. an increase still, for both yeah. of you. Yeah, because uh, her her commute right now is eight minutes, and mine's like twenty. Like yeah, that's not that's not too shabby. <laughs> no. So, but you know, it's we have a really great realtor. Shout out to Doug. He's really been great and we'll just keep chugging along. But the so the fun thing is that I'm sure that you you and Michael got to feel that excitement, which are you guys going to like get another house soon? Like where are you guys at on the situation? Well, right now with like the way the market is, we're not really putting pressure on it because it's not really like a stress that we want to deal with. So, we were originally looking like when we got married um, and we, and the market was so different, like it was the kind of market where we would look at a house and we, the, you could realistically be like, we can, you could make an offer that's like 20 grand under this. And like, they would still potentially accept it. Um, And then when I got pregnant, we were like, well, let's just hold off and like, kind of see how this is going to affect us and how everything's going to work out financially. And good thing we did. Because shit hit the fan real hard three months after Scarlet was born. Real hard, yeah. <laughs> and 2020 happened. So, um, yeah. So, it's just hard to say. Who knows? Who's who's to say? It's like we're just saving things right now. And then when we are back in a place where that's a priority, we'll already have money to put for the down payment like set aside. So, that's... We're just kind of seeing where life takes us. We're lucky to be in a position where it's like something we want, but it's not like an immediate need. Like, oh my God, we have to move right now. So, yeah. I mean, when we're kind of in that same spot, but living with family, it's just, there's that unwritten rule, right? (laughs) It's, there's, there's for sure a time frame that they have in their head, but they're never going to tell you. Yeah. Um, And we just feel like we're approaching that time frame. Yeah. So. Um, but anyways, Kelki, it is the inaugural six minute and 30 second mark of this podcast. What should people do? Everybody should continue listening to this episode and also scroll down on that podcast app, tap the five stars and then leave us a written review telling us all your feelings about this podcast. Not, not about anything. I mean, you can, I don't care. Tell me how you feel about ice cream. That's fine. Just do it in a review. That's also five stars. And then also follow us on Instagram, Dude Thoughts Pod. And then um, text this episode to five of your friends. Five of your like friends. That. Why should they text their friends, Carmen? Why? Well, they should t- they should text their friends because what a beautiful segue. We're talking about hashtag friends, the reunion. But before, yeah, we're, we're actually, that w- this was Kelky's idea. We're both very excited. And this is perfect because Gabe's not here and Gabe has never seen friends. So, and also there's too many friends within our friend group that, that don't like friends. Like, idiots. yeah, here's the thing with friends. If you didn't watch it, like when it was on, you're probably not going to like it. Cause a lot of it that like is attached to it is the sentiment and the, like the nostalgia of it. And like, like with most things, they don't comedies don't always age perfectly. I'm going to say that's pretty across the board. There are very few yeah, things that age yeah. perfectly. Um, 
I'm not going to sit here and say it's not a flawed show because it super is. And if they made it now, it would be just ripped to shreds as it should be. I mean, there's a way they could make it now and it'd be good. But if they made the exact show now, it would be off the air in like two episodes. Um, so I don't I know think, about two episodes. I just don't think it would have had the, the critical acclaim yeah, yeah, that it absolutely. would have. Yeah, it didn't. It wouldn't have changed the face of television the way it did in the early 90s when the bar was a bit lower. <laughs> yeah, and a bit more mayonnaise right? Yeah. That's and, one thing um, I don't understand about How I Met Your Mother. That show yeah. is so white. How did yeah. they, like... If it's that also, show... like, super sexually inappropriate in so many ways. I'm oh, like, so many ways. That's so... And also, this the ending is terrible. It makes me so mad every time I think about it. <laughs> yeah, that'll be an episode for a different day. Uh, also, real quick sidebar. So I pulled up our, our list of episodes... If you have not been caught up to date with the Dude Thoughts podcast, we talked the last couple of episodes about John Mulaney. Speaking of friends, there's a couple of uh, friends who have appeared in the TV show uh, who made it into our Celebrity Fight Club. Uh, We talked about the crazy cryptocurrency situation and Elon Musk's appearance on SNL. Uh, we did a, if you're a fan of the show, we did a Damn Dude You Dead special. Kelky, you're waving me down. What's up? What did I miss? Um, like an hour ago, China like banned a bunch of cryptocurrency. Did you see this? So now like I did. Who knows what's gonna happen tomorrow? Like it's gonna be like Michael was saying some one of the websites where you can like tra- transfer it got, got hacked and so everything's locked, so you can't even change anything on your account. Wow. So people yeah, are he actually sent me a text. He sent me a text while I was at Jewel doing some grocery shopping for dinner. He's like, hey, if you got crypto, like, get out of it now. And I was like, I don't fucking understand crypto, so I'm just not doing it. <laughs> That's smart. I don't think anyone does because it's not real. It's not real. It's it not does fucking not real. Exist. No. It blows my mind. Every time someone talks about it and they're like, oh, I have to get. I'm like, you can't you can't get it because it, it doesn't. It's not. There's no. I just you, there's nothing. I don't. It's not there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's it's I mean, it's funny because we were having. So, okay, one last tangent before we talk about friends. I was at dinner the other day with Jess, Cindy and Tom. We're getting Italian food and someone had brought up all of the the spending that the Democrats are doing. Right. Which like for a purpose. We're we're trying to get the economy restarted. Um, Talking about the infrastructure bill that Joe Biden has like been championing, which I'm a huge fan of. We need roads that work. Um, We need pipes that don't just put lead in our water. What What a a concept. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Flint, Michigan still even has clean water at this point. So, and all of a sudden I said, or someone had said uh, that our our kids and our our kids' generation, our future generations are going to have to pay for this. And I said, no, we're not. Money money is not even real. (laughs) Money doesn't exist. And when you think that there's, okay, the GDP of America is what, $21 trillion or something, and then the debt's like $22 trillion or $20 trillion. It's something that's almost even, right? Yeah. And someone had said, oh, well, China has all of our debt. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Because yeah. if they ever were like, hey, America, give us our money or we're going to bomb you, we'll say, okay, we'll beat you to it. Bet. Yeah. Hashtag like, bet. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, and with all of these initiatives, Joe Biden's investing so much money in green, in green energy that it doesn't even matter because oil means nothing to us anymore the way that it did 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Yeah. So I don't know. What's your thoughts on that before we dig into 
how shitty Ross is as a character. <laughs> Ross is the worst. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it's just like, I have a similar thought process where they're like, oh, everyone is in, in so much debt. But like, here's the thing. Every country does this. Like every country is in debt to someone. Like someone totaled up the earth's amount of debt. And they're like, oh, it's some number that doesn't even exist. And it's just like, no one can come collect it because then whoever they're in debt to is going to try and collect. And then whoever they're, and it's probably just going to come back around to the original person anyways. So it's like, yes, it matters in that you, you shouldn't just be like, we can make obscene promises that are unrealistic, but it, it's, it's just, no one cares. Everyone always is like, Oh, this president has added this much to the debt and this much to the deficit. And I'm like, Show me one that hasn't. They, they don't exist because you can't do anything without spending money. And that's what happens yep. when you thrive in a insane capitalist economy. So I don't know. Yeah. You fucking dig the hole and then you're mad that you're in the hole. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. it's. I would say it's different on a personal level. Debt is very real. Like yes. money. Yes. If, debt if is real <laughs> for a person. But as a country, debt does not much. exist. It just doesn't. When you have more nuclear bombs than the entire world 12 times over, and you've got a fleet of aircraft carriers that could just go to any country and just say, all right, you're done. You're toast. It doesn't matter. Money does not matter. If your military budget is like $220 billion, then like you probably don't need to be concerned about other people knocking on your door. <laughs> yeah. If you're... It's all right. That's that's a whole nother episode. I feel like that'll be a fun one titled Money Isn't Real. <laughs> um, anyways, so let's go ahead and talk about friends. Kelki, start us off. We'll go from there. And that this will be a fun time. So I watched like the back half of Friends when it was on TV. Obviously, I was four when it started. So I wasn't watching it when I was four. Um, that but, you like, know of. <laughs> but definitely like the last three or four seasons I was watching when they were like live. And then I had all the box DVDs um, eventually as I was like a teenager when box DVDs were still the way to go. Um, and so I would just watch them on loop all the time and like fall asleep. And it was just like my background noise. So it got to the point where I could like recite just about every episode. And then here's the thing that really pisses me off when they put it on Netflix um, they put the cuts that were on TV, which is different than the cuts that were on the DVD because they film whatever and then they cut it down so that it fits in the 30 minute time slot with commercials. And, but they'll cut like, I mean, it's, it's not a lot. It's not like full plots. It's like one or two lines here and there. Um, like the small side jokes that that those yes. become the quotable things. But yes, but those are the things that I say all the time. And so then like, you know, I'm watching it on Netflix and I'm like in my head finishing the sentence or the next line, but they skip to some other plot point. And I'm like, what the hell? This is a very first world problem, but it really pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually watched the, the unedited uncut. friend. Yeah. The uncut. But is that, so I know they're on HBO Max now. Are they the uncut versions? Do you know? Um, I don't know. We don't have HBO Max, so I haven't watched it. And I also still have them all on DVD. So if I really needed to watch them, I could just do that. Um, but I haven't checked on HBO Max. Maybe they're the original ones, the OGs with the goods. I hope Maybe they it's, are. 
maybe it's uh if if it's not it's like after every episode it's a link to buy the actual dvd <laughs> blu-ray box sets like if you want more friends Can you imagine click if here <laughs> a minute and three seconds more of each episode please click this link you know the people out there are fiending for that extra minute though listen i am but i already have it so i don't have to so buy it. is friend would you say that friends is your favorite tv show that you got to watch live as it happened or no um i don't if i don't if we know can, if i can help you out a little bit would you say it's the best comedy that you watched live probably at the time okay um, okay yeah and i mean i did watch how i met your mother when it was on and i stand by the fact that the last season makes the whole show not as good because i hate well not even the whole last season just the like finale really um so like for me i think there's a lot of rewatchability to friends um there are still like a few episodes that i just can't like i'll skip them because i hate them so much if they're ross centric i don't watch them i hate him he's not funny i hate like all the things that he all his shenanigans it's like if you would just not be an idiot and just explain yourself this wouldn't be happening and we could all go back to being normal people like yeah. I hate the leather pants one. I hate it. I, hate that. <laughs> I won't. won't I actually it. I love the leather leather pants nope, one because I hate I, the leather pants one. I feel that. I feel that one on a on a spiritual level. If I'm wearing like when I was wearing jeans to anywhere in Disney at all ever in the summer, when I was going to work in dress clothes, I felt like I was Ross in leather pants. Okay, so here's the thing though. Just tell the girl, hey, these leather pants are super uncomfortable and now I can't get them back on because they're leather pants and I'm an idiot. You don't have to just stand in her bathroom for an hour and try and, and make some kind of paste pants. It's just like, just, it's not funny. I don't think it's funny. I also hate the one where he whitens his teeth too much and then like is hiding the whole time. (laughs) Again, just tell the girl, call the girl. Hey, I can't go. Some I'm got a cold next week when my teeth are normal because I'm a fucking moron. Yeah, that's fair. Like, also, just, sorry to interrupt. That whole time, were you able to hear any dogs barking through my microphone? No. Okay, that's good to know because they're like <laughs> super loud up there, and I'm like, so it's one dog. It's just Beasley, and she's kind of an a hole. How um, is Grievous, by the way? I meant to ask you earlier. Oh yes, Grievous. That whole thing. Um, so I actually did get a call from the vet today, and the test results all came back negative. All of okay, his blood good. work. So it there there truly seems to be no reason that he had a seizure. Okay, so let's yeah. all hope that it was just a one and done. Yes. But also, Anyways. did you see on my Facebook status, someone had commented and said that they had a Husky that had a seizure at like the age of six, and then the Husky lived to be 15 years old and it never had another one? Did no. you see that on my Facebook status? No, I no. Didn't so, see that. Yeah, someone had commented on it. So anyways, continue. Go go ahead. The teeth whitening bullshit. Yes. Yeah, agree. I go hate on. those episodes. I also, I, like now looking back on it, We'll get to the part where we talk about all the things that Friends does did right, but apparently we're going to start <laughs> with all the things Friends did wrong. Um, so, like, looking back on it now, the ending, the fact that Rachel didn't go to Paris, I'm like, come on, that is fucked up. That's, like, literally her dream job, and she doesn't go? Are you kidding me? I'm like... I So, I hope... I see, I actually kind of hope that in the in the, reu- in the reunion show... That Ross and Rachel have to fly in from Paris because she ended up taking the job. 
I hope so because it's like I mean it's like super messed up that she gets off that plane when she's already said that like the job she's in now is she's not like she's already at the highest point she can get to and it's she's not challenged by it anymore or anything like that and so I don't know I just think I'm like Ross really you can't dust off dinosaur bones in France like you're useless he is for sure useless I I also so okay let's let's talk about the ending of the show real quick okay spoilers for friends spoilers for friends if you're behind on this shit go fuck yourself uh first off rachel had the best character arc hands down i agree hands down like it's not even close yeah um i feel like ross didn't change at all (laughs) he sucked in the first episode and he sucked in the last episode he potentially got worse Maybe. Ah, ooh, that's a, yeah, actually, now that he, he had a reverse, he had an under, one of those under things. Yeah, but it didn't even come back up. It just was a straight down line. <laughs> it was not line. a parabola. Oh, <laughs> uh, I believe it's pronounced parabola. Maybe. Um, I'm kidding. I have no that's idea. what Ross would say. <laughs> um, I feel like they did Phoebe dirty other than the whole Paul Rudd relationship. Like, that was great. And, but I feel like she didn't need a man included in her arc. Right. No, she didn't need one, but I I do like that she ended up happy with Paul Rudd, especially like the whole thing where they were like he where he he says, oh, I don't want to get married. And then she's tries to convince herself that she doesn't either. But then she comes to the realization that she really does. And so they break up and they get back together and they realize they're in love. And then Paul, it's just so good. Um, I was actually super bummed to see that he wasn't on the reunion list. So I don't know what their explanation for that shit's going to be. But I also don't really understand how they're doing the reunion because it's like unscripted. So I don't know what that means. Um, I hope it's just an hour and a half of improv. Yeah. I and it's no just clue. Chandler and Joey just fucking around. <laughs> Cause it kind of looked like James Corden was like hosting and like asking them questions. So I don't really I think, know. I think that was their like talk reunion. I think this is a, going to be an actual episode of some sort. It's the, oh, the okay. one where they got back together. I think those are two separate things. Okay. I could also be wrong, though. Who I knows? would be super down just for the six of them to get together and talk about what it was like to be in the show, though. Like, that would be fine with me. I would listen to that for sure. Um, I'm certain I will get emotional because. Oh, yeah. It's just like it's like a comfort food. It's like you just it just makes you feel nice. It's like sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night and I have a really bad dream and I can't get back to sleep, I put on friends to fall back asleep because it distracts me from the terrible dreams. Yes, with good dreams. Yes. Did you when it was when it was live? Did you want Joey and Phoebe to get together? There was like a small point in time where I did because just because Ross and Rachel and Chandler and Monica and I was like, oh, it's just do 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 pair them off. But then I was also like, they would die. <laughs> they would either kill each other or they would just die, and I don't. It just wouldn't be great. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like so I did I did not get to watch the show live. Like I was not, I, I completely watched the show after it had ended. I was very behind. I, when I, I remember when I saw the Joey and Rachel thing, I was actually hoping that Joey and Rachel ended up together. Um, they worked way better than Rachel and Ross did. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They actually like had respect for each other as human beings. What? What's that thing with like, with the way it ended also with Rachel and Ross, I was like, there's no part of me that thinks 
they're gonna stay together it's like when you watch a rom-com and they're in high school and then they end up together and it's like this big thing and i'm like here's the thing they're 17 so they're not gonna stay together i mean you know one in like a million people that works out for but for the most part people don't marry their high school sweethearts so it's kind of the same thing i'm like they've broken up 16 times already why why should i think they're gonna stay together this time they still probably hate each other speaking of high school teenage rom-coms 17 again am i right okay let me tell you how there is no way in any reality that zach efron grows up (laughs) to be matthew perry because let me tell you i have watched that man age from 17 to 32 and he's looking way better than matthew perry has ever looked in his whole life yeah, maybe it's maybe the forties were really hard for Zac Efron's character in Seventeen again. <laughs> I don't maybe know. Maybe there was that was a, a good lot movie, of but drinking. that was my main plot hole with it. I was like, no, this is terrible. This is a terrible casting choice. Like, it's a good casting choice to get me to see this movie, but it's a terrible casting choice in the reality of this film. Yeah, and I so here's the thing. It, that's one of like my favorite high school like flashback in time movies. Yeah. Um, if you're going to have that be its own category, yeah, that's what a specific one. category. <laughs> Imagine you're an adult and you're getting divorced and you have to go back to high school for something. And you're Zac Efron. That's my category. Um, <laughs> actually I would watch every single movie in that category. Um, yeah, that was my biggest beef with that movie. Anyways, great movie. We could talk. That's all. That's, that's another episode. So Chandler is your favorite character though, right? Yes. Chandler is my favorite character because he's super snarcastic and bitter for no reason and i think that's hilarious and, and relatable joey joey is my character because he's italian eats all the time and he's very popular with the ladies so very relatable mm, only two of those things is true and it's not no. the last one nope it's for sure all three of them i think it's a three-way tie mm-hmm. okay um i do want like one one of these times i'm gonna do a rewatch and go through and like count how many people joey sleeps with and it's gonna be disgusting <laughs> Yeah, but also, wait, hold on. What? Uh, no, he didn't. He didn't sleep with Janice. It was Ross that slept with oh, Janice. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know that they slept together, but they went out a couple times for sure. The episode that was on the other day was um, when Chandler had hooked up with Joey's sister, and they're all yeah, at dinner. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, one. so good because that for sure. I definitely. I feel like I was sitting at a family dinner for that one. <laughs> Oh man, what a time. What what would be what would be one of your more memorable friends episodes? Um so I think my top 2 favorites are the the one where everyone finds out. It's just like it's funny every time. Um like with Phoebe and Rachel jumping and screaming and that they don't know that we know that they know we know and it's just like it gets and then Phoebe dancing to try and seduce Chandler and he's like <coughs> He went to get lotion. It's just too good. And then my other favorite is um, one of the Thanksgiving ones. Um, The one where Ross got high and like, they're all like, it's like a tangled web of lies and they're all trying to, and then they all at the end, like say all those really random things together. And then Ross's mom is like, that's a lot of information to receive in 30 seconds. I just think it's so funny. <laughs> and then she goes back to each one of them and addresses it. And she's like, I'm sorry, Phoebe. Jacques Cousteau is dead. Just think it's so funny. <laughs> no, Rachel, it was not good. 
So oh, those are my probably gosh. my top two favorite episodes. What are your favorites? Oh gosh, I think the one where they swap apartments. Oh, um, that is a good one. Such a good episode. Like the um, game episode, like where they play the game. Yeah, that's a good one. Yes, Miss Chenandler Bong. Yep. Um, love it. And then I think I don't remember which episode this is, but there is a specific episode where I think it's maybe it's the one where they actually they get like uh, Ross's uh, sweater and she's pregnant and then it's like Joey's the second episode in, of like the eighth season something like that and then is that the one where Joey's sitting there and he's like thinking it <laughs> over and Chandler's like get there faster <laughs> which one is that because that's that's my single favorite scene out of the entire show uh that is when Chandler's like says get there faster is definitely a different episode but the scene where Ross takes the sweater and they're all like <gasps> and then Joey's just sitting there and goes yeah, that's, it's so that's, good. that's that episode. Oh, he's um, just the best. Yeah, <laughs> he's so dumb. I love it. Um, so silly. It is also like okay. If we're gonna compare Friends and How I Met Your Mother, just for a second here, I love that Joey's this like like he's an actor. Yeah, right. He's an actor playing an actor, but not like a famous one he's or a good one or a good one (laughs) what's uh uh dr drake remore remore dr drake remore (laughs) days of our lives it's so funny it's just who man these writers they were so smart they were they were they were very good who is your favorite guest star like not reoccurring like just a one-off hmm like I love the episode with where they bring Brad Pitt in because obviously him and Jennifer Aniston will, we're still married at that point. So I think that that and so because I'm a huge nerd, I like read all this stuff about the filming and stuff. Um, for that episode, because the way this the set was set, it was like Chandler and Joey's apartment, and then the hallway, and then the main like Monica and Rachel's apartment, and you could see it all from where they would sit filming it. Um, and so for that episode, they hung a black curtain in front of the hallway part. So they couldn't see who was going to make the entrance. So no one knew until they opened the door. Yeah. And it's the same when, um, when Danny DeVito was the stripper, they did the same thing. And then again, when Ross slept with Janice or hooked up with Janice, um, they did the same thing. So like all of those reactions are like genuine. And then the one with Janice, they said they had to like hold filming because the, crowd was like laughing and applauding for like over three minutes that's hilarious actually yeah Yeah, an underrated character i yeah i think janice is i actually think she's hilarious um but i think for one-offs brad pitt is probably my favorite cameo um who's yours i was gonna say danny devito but then i was i was trying to think of someone He's so good. He's just he's just so good. It's like um, what a random what a rand like let's call Danny DeVito in to be a stripper for Phoebe's bachelorette party. I'm actually gonna pull up, hold on. All of the friends cameos. Oh, there's so many. Like literally so have you ever played that game, um, six degrees of separation? Um, yeah. Uh no, I haven't, but I know what you're I know what it's Yeah, what so you have about. to connect two actors by like the films they've been in with other people. So I used to play it. And I w- I could get anywhere if I was allowed to use friends because so many people have been in friends. You can get anywhere if you're if you're doing only movies, 
you can't obviously but if you're including tv like you can do anything with friends and then like law and order (laughs) because everyone's been on those two shows yeah okay so i have played that game i just didn't know that i was playing that game um also so okay alec baldwin i'm a big fan yeah that that was like yeah the couple episodes where he dates phoebe it's like (laughs) i just love alec baldwin as a character because the first time i ever saw him in a movie was I think in theaters when I saw the Thomas the Tank Engine movie. And then he was like... So you love him because of that? No, no. I just think that it's so funny, the characters that he plays now. Because my first impression of him was this wholesome guy. And then he does 30 Rock. And it's like, he's this big God complex kind of guy. Yeah. Right? I think that's the funniest part about his character. Also, so I'm looking through. I forgot when Owen Ryder was in this TV show. But I'm trying to remember who she was. Oh, she so was she's... the crazy girl that kissed Rachel and was in love with Rachel from her sorority. That's right. That's I have. Right. This is like a very specific skill set I have that will get me absolutely nowhere. But I know a lot of things about friends. Like, I don't think that that's a bad thing at all. It's not a bad thing. It's just not very useful. It's it's very useful. You're going to find it's very yourself... useful right now in this moment. <laughs> no, you're going to find yourself in a really big, big pot like celebrity friends like trivia contest and you're going to win the money and you're going to that's that's going to pay for a house i hope so because i would be very good at that so if someone could invent that for me that would be great so there's also there's a ranking here there's a top there's a top five ranking that they did of cameos on friends okay number one was your brad pitt Mm -hmm. number two was or sorry number three was my danny devito okay number two do you want to take a guess who number two was what season are we in um i don't know this i don't know the season but it's going to mainly involve rachel rachel dated this person bruce willis Bruce Willis. There you go. But that was that was more of an arc. That was like a couple episodes. But that was uh, they, those were also his whole thing with Ross was actually pretty funny. When he oh, sees yeah. him in the mirror, he's like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. And that was like after Die Hard, so he was just this yeah. huge actor. It was so the this is this is my the length of my knowledge. The reason that Bruce Willis was on Friends was because he was filming that movie with um, Matthew Perry, and they had a bet about something, and the bet was if you lose the bet then you have to come do like five episodes of friends for free and he lost the bet so he did it so that's why he was on friends what would what would uh matthew perry would have would i don't remember do? i don't okay. remember what it was because he uh, lost, he won so that's fair number four i think this might have been a one or two episode character as well and this was actually if it's if it wasn't danny devito this would have been my choice I need more hints. Uh, female woman. <laughs> oh, a female woman. A female woman. Did it includes, take... it's going to include a Thanksgiving episode. It's a Thanksgiving episode? That's not Ellen Pompeo because you wouldn't care about that. No. Give up? Yeah. Christina Applegate. Uh, she's so good. She's I was so bummed that she wasn't coming back to the reunion too, because Reese Witherspoon is. But what? I, thought, I didn't know that. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon's doing the reunion. Oh, I love her. I know, and I was like, wouldn't it be cool if they had all three of them together for the first time? 
As the green sisters. That would have, oh, missed opportunity. And I'm wearing green. What the fuck? Um, they have Paul Rudd as number eight. So I'm actually not quite sure how much I believe in this list anymore. Um, well, he's not really a cameo. I just don't think for, that's like, he's a full, like, all, like, there all the time by the end of it. So I just don't count that fair. as a cameo. Uh, number five, you would also not consider a cameo then because this one actually had a number of episodes, but um, probably Monica's uh, most famous ex. Oh, it's Richard. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, let's do who's our favorite reoccurring guest. And I, mine would be either Richard or Janice. Because I, I do love Tom Selleck. And he I does, think Tom he's Selleck on the reunion great. list. He's going to be oh, there for the reunion. That's good. Um, I'm looking through this. I'm trying to think who else. So number 13 is Janice. Maggie Yeah, Wheeler. she's... Oh, my God. <laughs> that was good. I will say when they... When they show up, like in the last season, when Chandler and Monica are buying the house, and they're like, "We're looking for the house next door." I was like, "Impeccable timing!" <laughs> like, what? Uh, like, you think you're like every time you don't think it's gonna be Janice, and it's fucking Janice. Like, I I just love the line when, um, Monica's like, "Maybe, maybe the other couple will get the house," and Chandler's like, "Only if the other couple are the Hitlers." <laughs> <laughs> ah! the, the Hitlers. So, uh, so okay what do you think was better in that show the writing or the actual acting i think i think it's really both because i think when you have really good comedy like that if you don't have good delivery it doesn't matter how good the the writing is and it's the same for like if you have a really good comedic actor with no jokes to deliver then it's not gonna land but it was it was truly like such a good marriage of like such the perfect team and the cast all has like perfect chemistry together. And um, I know a lot of times because they would film in front of live audiences, if a joke wouldn't land very well, like if it would only get a couple laughs, they would like when they were in between takes, they would like literally talk to the audience and be like, is this funnier? And then they would do it a different way. So um, that's pretty like, cool. I didn't does know this that. read better. Yeah. So. Again, I don't, I don't know. I have a lot of knowledge for no reason about this because <laughs> I think on all my DVDs, I watched absolutely every single special, like extra thing they had on the DVDs as well. So, Gunther is going to be quick... there for the reunion too. <laughs> What's that? Gunther will also be for there for the reunion. Oh, incredible! Um, other noteworthy uh, characters that I was just reading from on this list that I was reminded of. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, mm-hmm. Freddie Prince Jr., and Ben Stiller. Just a couple of characters that I forgot were in the yeah. show. I forgot about Ben Stiller. What a guy. Freddie Prince Jr. is so the funny. nanny is incredible. Also, Jeff Goldblum's little one-off were chef's kiss. Anything Jeff Goldblum is going to be fire. It's it's just, it, it doesn't fail. It can't. I think in um, season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race, I'm pretty sure it was season 12. He was a guest judge. Maybe it was nine. No, it wasn't nine. It was definitely not nine. Anyways, it was a recent season of RuPaul's Drag Race. He was a guest and he, it was, I mean, just the way that man is in real life. It was impeccable. He was like, Ru, you are a queen and a goddess. And I just thank the sun and the heavens to be here today. And I was like, I'm, I'm dying. I love this man so much. What a little I would weirdo. love to meet him. I would like to just, we got to get him on the podcast. Jeff Goldblum, if you're listening to this yes. podcast, come on the come podcast. On the show. 
we could talk about your one cameo in Friends or anything else from your incredible acting career Absolute, or your, or your everything jazz you've project. ever done with Jurassic Park. We will be discussing. Yes. Um, okay. So we all know that Ross is, is the worst. We can all mm-hmm. agree on that. And you said that Chandler is your number one. Yes. Okay. So my number one is Joey. Okay. Who's yes. your number two? I Where would Phoebe. it rank? Phoebe? I think Phoebe, yeah. Um, and then and then probably Joey. Although Phoebe I and would, Joey would be very close. They could really tie for number two, and then I could just skip to number four. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty similar. I would uh, J- Joey is far and away my favorite character, but a very uh a, a close tie between number two slash could interchange for number three would be Chandler and Rachel. But Rachel mostly because I love Jennifer Aniston. I do um, love Jennifer Aniston. She does a great job. But um, there are parts of Rachel that annoy me, like the fact that um, she thinks Ross is worth anything. Yeah. I could look past that. I could yeah, look past I, that. I don't know that I could. Mine would, yeah, I think mine would go Chandler, Phoebe, Joey, Rachel, Monica, Ross. I don't like those Gellers, man. <laughs> The Gellers in the cellars. Um, I would, yeah, I would go Joey, Rachel Chandler, Phoebe, Monica, Monica Ross. Ross. Yeah. yeah, but I think Phoebe and Monica, I could maybe interchange depending on the episode because there are some fucking funny things that Monica does. Yeah, Monica has moments where I'm, she's, she has really good storylines. Um, way more than Ross for sure. And I love her and Chandler together. Yes. I also have a hard time relating to someone who is an OCD neat freak who wants to clean all the time. So that automatically yeah, just makes that. her annoying to me. I definitely don't relate to that. I, I wish that I liked to clean, but I do not. So here we are. <laughs> if you if you were going to wager or if there was something that you wanted to see in the Friends reunion... And we can revisit this once we're closer to the actual reunion because we're going to have to do maybe a, maybe a full-on character rumble, uh, yeah. a friend's rumble. Or we do a reaction video after we watch it. One of those two. Um, what would you like to see from the reunion? Um, see, I, I, I'm just like so afraid because so many of these re- reboots are like not good. So for me, truthfully, if they, if it was, if I just got to like watch them all sit down and talk together, not being in character, just being like the six actors, real people and just talk about the experience and like talk about their favorite moments and just being back together again. I would like that. I get worried that they can't, that you're not going to be able to like create the same vibe and like quote unquote recapture the magic that it was there's just so much has changed. I mean, it ended so long ago. It ended in 2004 for crying out loud. So it's been a while. Um, and it's just like, are you going to mess it up? I don't know. I just worry, but I, you know, it's just, if they can tell nice stories about how all those children have grown up happy and maybe Monica and Chandler got to have more kids if they wanted more kids, you know, Emma and Ben grew up and were normal despite the fact that Ross was their father. 
<laughs> you know, maybe Phoebe yeah. had babies. You know, they they hinted that Phoebe really wanted kids, so I hope that got to happen for them. So that's just what I hope. What was the name of the girl, the British girl that Ross married? Emily. Emily. Uh, I. <laughs> is it weird that I hope that she is in the show? But like, yeah, I. Uh, I so stupid. I would I, love if it is a real show. <laughs> I would love for her and Bruce Willis to have gotten married and they run into Ross and Rachel in the street. I mean, she did get married after her and Ross got divorced. But it, I don't think it was to Bruce Willis. We, can, can we confirm that? I think so. Oh, maybe. Well, we can't confirm that they got divorced and then she met Bruce Willis at Nakatomi Plaza. Well, I think the the Bruce Willis situation came after the Emily situation. Right. I'm saying in the interim between the last episode and the reunion episode. So you think Emily got divorced a second time and then married Bruce Willis? Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't I don't hope for that. <laughs> I don't hope for it, but it's what the people want. So No one wants that except for you. There was a poll, 98% of people polled said that they wanted Prove Bruce it. Willis. I can't. It's scientific. It's fake news. It doesn't matter. I don't need to justify anything to you. I can I just don't... tweet it. I can just tweet it and it's real. I don't like you. <laughs> Have fun getting banned by Twitter and then creating your own fake Twitter platform for you to just <laughs> dilute the internet with dumb shit. Oh, that's too funny. I think for me, what I actually do want to see is it's very similar to what you want to see. But I just want closure that everyone ended up happy. Yeah. Right. Or yes. like, I don't, I also don't want them to allude to the fact that this is the first time they've gotten together since then, because like, imagine if our friendship group didn't yeah. get together for 17 four, years, 17 years. <laughs> that would be like, a bummer. How sad would that be? We spend all of these seasons together making yeah. these memories in New York and then we don't talk or we don't, we don't see each other for 17 years. Yeah. That's my thing too. It's like, I, I do hope, and I, I believe that there's still going to be regularity with, with them, you know, obviously not every day, but still like pretty, excuse me, podcast yawn. Um, Love it. Um, still some amount of, you know, relationships maintained. Yeah. Or, if it's if it is the first time they're getting together in 17 years, like if there's like a feud backstory or yeah. something happened, like I want to know the fallout and it better damn be funny. <laughs> it better be hysterical. Mm, podcast burp. Anything else? Or, I mean, I feel like, man, we, we talked about some good stuff today. Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up and call it a night? Um, I mean, is there what do you think friends if friends was going to be on now? What would you want from it? Ooh, that's a tough question. Um, number one, I think a little bit more diversity. Just a touch, aka Maybe any any amount of diversity. Any, any diversity. Actually, yes, I would like just any diversity. Yeah, um, it's kind of like it's kind of so interesting because there was the whole like lesbian thing when they showed Carol and Susan getting married. That was like a big deal that they were having that on TV and they like showed them kiss. It was like a huge deal. Cause I was like 96 maybe. So I'm like, how can you be so forward thinking in a certain way? And so 
so like blind to what you're doing, what you're not doing correctly in other areas. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, it was on for 10, 10 years, you know, you still have time to kind of come back and obviously you can't go back in time and correct it. But as you move forward, there are still opportunities and it's just like, come on guys. Like there it's, there's no shortage of talented people of color. Like you can literally, like, it's not hard. So I don't know. It just, I'm like, you're just not doing a good job. Yeah. Also. Okay. You know, I want to know what's crazy. This made me think I'm going to go down this list and see how long it takes me to get to a person of color on this cameo list. Uh, season 10. <laughs> Charlie. It's not, well, well, no, I'm just going, um, wait, what? Charlie was, well, she was in season nine when she dated Joey and then dated Ross. She was yeah, the archaeologist. So you're, but you're telling me that you don't think, so you took them 10 years to think, guys, we need maybe one non-white person on the show. No, I mean, technically Ross also dated Julie in the second season for a little bit. Um, well, well, in, in this list of, uh, by the gold derby.com predict Hollywood races. I don't know. Oh, I guess it's some sort of gambling site. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, out of the 30 top friends characters they have, not a single person of color is on this list. I can't believe they didn't have, oh my God, I can't, I'm annoyed that I can't remember who the woman who played Charlie. Cause she was also on criminal minds for a really long time. I'm going to look her actress name up right now. Yeah. Um, but she, I mean, she, I thought she was good and I think it's, it was funny that she dated Joey and then Ross cause Rachel Aisha says Tyler. Yes. Yeah. And she was also in criminal minds. It's very good. Um, yeah, that, that kind of upsets me. That's what I would want to see. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Like there's no way, like it's just absurd. <laughs> I'm also going to look at this right now. So this is in style.com. The 23 best cameos, celebrity cameos from Friends. And I'm still not seeing just a lot of vanilla here. A lot of vanilla. I'm on number 12 of 23. Still have not. Okay. Number 13 of 23, Aisha Tyler. We finally get (laughs) uh, a top ranking uh, celebrity in their opinion, quote, quote, uh, who's not a white person. That's, That's the biggest flaw of the show. Absolutely. Um, And then, you know, obviously we don't live in New York, but there's a lot of people who talk about like the cost of living situation, but they, they kind of address that a few times. Like, I guess like Monica's grandmother had leased out the apartment when it was still rent controlled. And so her rent was always super cheap. Um, I think also a lot of people just had issues with the size of it. Again, I don't live in New York, so I can't speak to that. But I always thought that kitchen was very small. And there's only it one bathroom for the two of them. There's not enough room for all my stuff in there, that's for sure. Yeah, it's what? Two bedrooms, the a living, living room, room, a dining and the room, kitchen. the kitchen. It's not, I mean, the, they have a table in the kitchen. And then they have like that little patio thing, which I always thought was weird that it's like a balcony but there's not a door to it. You have to crawl through the window to get out, which I always found very odd. I wonder if that's a New York thing though, because Maybe. I don't think that that exists in Chicago. I don't think it exists anywhere. I think it's a show like a fake show thing, but I don't know if you have that apartment, let us know. <laughs> we got to do the friends experience when it's no oh my God, yes. COVID. I would pay so much money for that. And the Van Gogh experience, like all yes, those that things. One's coming here. Oh, yeah, when? Like, next week i don't know all right well we're booking our tickets 
see you soon. Yeah, we need to we need to book our tickets to a wedding. We actually, so my friend Garrett is getting married next month. Still haven't booked our tickets for anything. I mean, we just booked ours for Mark and Leah's like last week. So, and I don't yeah. have tickets booked home. So I guess we're just going to live in Pennsylvania now. You can, we're driving back to Illinois. You want to come with us? Yes. Deal. Perfect. You guys want to come live with us in uh, um, whatever house we get? Yeah, sure. Get enough bedrooms. We'll just ship Scarlet up to us in a box. Yeah, yeah that's how that works. <laughs> we'll have Emily just walk her up to us. Also, how that works for sure. Can see no <laughs> fault in this plan. Um, okay, so you had also before we go because I thought about this while we were talking. You had also talked about if the show started today mm-hmm. that it wouldn't be as successful. Do you think it's strictly because of the diversity, or do you think that today's generation, like I, I would potentially put Friends in the same boat as um, Seinfeld? Seinfeld makes no yeah. sense today because the internet exists. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Seinfeld you- isn't funny because of phones. Um, or it's not It's not that it's not funny. It's not relatable. Again, it's kind of one of those things, if you watch it now, you're like, I don't get this. But if you watched it when it was on, it's like the nostalgia and the sentiment of it. Like, you you still can be like, oh, I enjoy this still. Um, I think Friends, I, I, I think it's similar. Like, a lot of people who try and watch it now, there's too much to get past on, like, the realities of, like, why aren't you at work? And why are these people together all the time? And why is everyone sleeping together and all this stuff? Um, I also like, I just think shows that are more successful now, I just think it's more dramas. Like I don't think comedies do as well anymore. And I don't know why, because we're all very sad people. You'd think we would like to laugh every once in a while, but I think it's harder for comedies to be as successful anymore. Movies is different, but like, as far as a TV show setting, I feel like, true comedies just like aren't really getting made anymore. I feel like it's dramas and, and thrillers and murder mysteries and things like that. I mean, can yeah. I struggle to think of a comedy that's on right now? I, well, I mean, I think um, there's a lot like comedies in the animated sector have really blown up. Well, yes, for sure. But so like two comedies that I think are recently coming off air or there's maybe one more season of is Superstore and Brooklyn Nine-Nine are two that stand out. Okay, for yes, I do like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I forgot that existed. But even then, I think, and I mean, that's a really good point. So all most of my favorite TV shows are comedies. But so if you like, look at Brooklyn Nine-Nine, even it got canceled and luckily it picked up by another network. But like, it's clearly like these networks are canceling these things like... It's just, they're just, they don't, for whatever reason, they don't seem to be as successful. And I don't know if it's because typically comedies are going to be structured into the 30-minute blocks. Maybe networks are looking more to do the hour-long blocks now. I don't know. That's that's a good point. Um, Psych, my number one favorite TV show of all time, was an hour-long block. Yes. Um, and they've made now two, a third in production, full-feature movies. Oh. They're direct-to-TV movies, but yeah. they they had, I think they have eight seasons and now three movies. So, yeah. but that's a TV show where the the main two characters are a black guy and a white guy. And you have, like, you have a pretty diverse cast and they have had a lot of uh, range in their guest cameos. So, I don't know, maybe maybe it's it's tougher for comedies to really... Because everyone's got such a unique sense of humor, but I feel like everyone feels sadness in similar ways. Maybe sadness yeah. is a more universal 
emotion. I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, I think people just like to watch other people's lives fall apart as a distraction from anything that might be wrong with their lives. Like anytime you watch Grey's Anatomy, you're like, well, at least I'm not being blown up. (laughs) At least no (laughs) one's stabbing me. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's just like Grey's, I will say Grey's Anatomy is really hard to watch this season because they're, they're doing COVID. And so it's like, it's more difficult for me to watch because I'm like, this is the reality for a lot of doctors. Like obviously in previous seasons, I'm like, okay, probably these people aren't really trying to have, to deal with two people impaled together because of a train accident. And then they're like, it's just the most absurd, you know, Oh, there's a bomb in this guy's stomach, but it hasn't exploded. So my hands on it, like, you know, that's not a reality. You think like, Oh, people are having to deal with this. So, but it's, it's kind is of that really, what Grey's anatomy really is about. Is that like a thing that yes, actually happened in that, that show? Is, oh, yes. That was like season what? two. Yes. So I should watch this show. Oh my God, absolutely. Please watch it. There's so many seasons. You'll never run out of shows to watch. <laughs> They're currently on the 18th, 17th season and or the 18th nope. season. The 19th I'm out. one. I, just can't, got... I can't do that. No, there's I'm so not. many. There's so much. No, so much content. Although um, it would, it would be funny to go and rewatch. Maybe if we did, uh, <laughs> I, if you want to rewatch Grey's Anatomy, I would potentially do like little one-off 10 minute podcasts with you. Absolutely. I mean, and I just, just recap episode by episode. Yes, <laughs> we can do that. That would be funny. Okay, maybe that'll be. We'll we'll, we'll continue. Put a pin in that conversation because <laughs> we call dibs. No one say. No one take that idea. <laughs> yeah, dibs. That's a Carmen and Kelky podcast. Um, it's trademarked. Trademarked. Um, wait, hold on. What would we call it? We'll we'll talk off air. We don't want to spoil yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to give the give the people everything. Yeah, we gotta make them yearn and get boners for more. Um, okay. That's, I'm going to think about this. That's going to be a fun little nugget to let rattle around in my marble holder. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I want to talk about with friends. I just love Jennifer Aniston. Her nipples are the MVP of the entire show. Dude, they are out. I'm like, there are times when I'm like, okay, you had to, you have to be trying to do this. Like, there's no way that they just, like, did you just sit back there and like, was there someone on set in charge of like pinching that? I don't, like, why are they so hard all the time? Were they actually her nipples all the time, though? Or were they, like, the fake, like, little pokies? Why would they put those on her? I don't know. Maybe she couldn't actually have heart. Maybe it was, like, a Why would they? A- it's not important to the plot that her nipples be hard. No, but it is important to her hotness that her nipples are hard. Well, she doesn't exist solely to be hot. So no, I but in that's that, fine. No, but, okay, first off, I understand that. <laughs> Okay, this isn't how I met your mother. Um, <laughs> but in the 90s into early 2000s, I'm sure that she was seen as some kind of sex sexualized icon. And I'm sure that there were writers in this show going. It's not like there weren't the rights of movie and, and uh, TV stars today didn't exist the way that they did back then. So I they just, probably someone was marginalizing her in some way, saying we need your nipples to be hard. Or I else. just think they. I don't think so. I mean, I just think maybe she didn't want to wear a bra and she has really good boobs, so she didn't have to. I don't hate that. And and like no one's gonna say we have to reshoot this. We can see your nipples. Yeah, that that is good for TV. It's good content for TV. I think also at that time, by the end of it, by the end of season ten, they were each making. One million dollars an episode, an episode, and it was because at the beginning of the series, they all went in together and agreed 
anytime there was going to be a pay change, they were all going to like communicate about it. And they were all going to make sure they always were making the same amount of money, no matter what was happening. Cause there was a time when I think Jennifer Aniston was going to, they tried, they tried to offer her more. And she was like, everyone has to make the same, like you can offer this to everyone or you can keep paying us all the same. So she was really, I think the first one that got offered more than everyone else. And she really stuck to her guns on it. And, um, I just think it's very positive that they all had a good relationship off of the screen because I don't think that show would have worked if they didn't like each other. Yeah, I, I do remember reading that. Maybe it was actually you that sent that to me. Um, can you imagine that happening in today's today today's day and age where everyone's like, mm, no, it's okay. I would prefer to make the same amount of money as my co-stars, even though I'm way more popular. Yeah, it's crazy i mean it's it's good that you know i like that they all stuck to it and it's it does speak to it to a certain extent that it was actually a woman they were offering more money to because typically that's not um how that goes um but i appreciate that she stuck to her guns and her word and was like no we're all gonna make the same and then they all ended up making i mean a million dollars an episode that's absurd. That's so much money. Like it blows my mind every time I think about it. Like, can I just have some dollars, please? Can I just have like twenty dollars? Uh, help me, I'm poor. <laughs> if someone put me on front of national TV, I would say, I mean, I'll I'll do an episode. Twenty dollars an episode. Let's do it. <laughs> twenty you bucks. Could, what I a won't deal. Even wear, I won't even wear a bra. You could see my nipples. You could do it. I would do it. Anyways, I feel good. I'm going to go eat some chili. I'm going to go say hi to my wife. There was a dog barking earlier. I think I'm going to go see if my little boy, Grievous, wants to see me. You have a little baby and a beautiful husband to go talk to. Or not. I don't know. Unless I mean, you don't want to go see them. You Scarlet's like asleep because it's nighttime. Yeah. Yeah, and Michael look at her. is in the shower, I think. Oh, nice. <laughs> go join him. Nice. All go right. to him. Embrace him. Make another baby. Okay. Anyways, do you want to sign us out or do you want me to sign us out? I'll do it. Do it. Thanks for listening, guys. Go follow us everywhere that we told you to follow us and do the things we told you to do and tell all your friends about this and let us know what your favorite episode of Friends is when we post this on Instagram. And if you've got a dream, go and chase it. We will see you all in the next one. Bye.